Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for June 18th, 2015. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Getting closer and closer to the start of the 2015 high school football season. Max Preps beginning with its uh, early contenders. Top 25 being released this week. We'll have Steve Spiewak on next week's show. But before we get started with this week's show, we want to send out our uh, prayers and our thoughts to the victims in the Charleston church shooting that occurred uh, last night. Um, just a tragedy. Uh, Trish Hoffman and I have uh, family there. We have uh, some good friends that live there and just um, an awful situation for that community and we wish um, the best for the uh, for the families of the victims as they try to heal there. Um, earlier in the week, um, just north of Charleston, big news in the high school football world is legendary John McKissick uh, announced his retirement. He will not be coaching the 2015 season at Somerville, Somerville just north of Charleston. John retires with 621 victories. He's America's all-time winningest high school football coach. Uh, stepping down, he would have turned 90 in September during this season. And uh, remember fondly one of the first interviews here on the High School Football America radio show, which, by the way, is coming up uh, on the beginning of year number five. We started way back July 21st of 2011, and John McKissick was on the August 11th show, I believe. It might have been August 11th or the 18th. But uh, John was on the show with uh, the number two guy on the wins list, J.T. Curtis from... Uh, John Curtis High School in Louisiana, and John McKissick, uh, great chat with him. Please go to highschoolfootballamerica.com and uh, go into our radio show archives, and you can listen to that interview back in 2011. Coach was trying to track down win number 600 that year, which he did do, and uh, we talked to him about that, and J.T. Curtis joking about uh, the only way he was going to catch up was it. Coach McKissick ever stepped aside, and uh, you can get the, get that interview at highschoolfootballamerica.com. You can also see a link to that interview in our story announcing his retirement uh, in the news section, the news tab uh, at highschoolfootballamerica.com. Want to welcome in our sponsors for uh, tonight's show, starting with Echo 1612, echo1612.com. Instant replay on your sideline, coaches. Yes, that's correct, and it's done incredibly with a Wi-Fi or internet connection, uh, no data plan, and it gets there eight seconds after the play is complete. Hey, folks, there's some imitators out there. Echo is the best. Echo1612.com. Check them out. You will not be sorry that you do. Folks, there's a lot of schools um, already taking this technology and using it. They're using it against you. <laughs> what you need to do is you need to get it as well. It's a great way to... Um, Learn how to improve your coaching skills. Uh, you've heard Char Chad Cargill on the show here. He's the founder, the creator of Echo 1612. They've brought their coaches at Christian Heritage Academy in Oklahoma out of the box and onto the sidelines because the, the video replay system is that good and it makes coaching that much better. Uh, let's face it, it's a whole lot easier to show a, uh, an athlete if he missed the block or he ran the wrong pattern or he's just doing something wrong, if you can show it in video, it makes it that much better. So get Echo 1612 in your coaching toolbox. And speaking of getting things in your toolbox, how about Crossover with a K? Crossover.com. They are an 
excellent addition to your huddle account because what they will do is take your video and break it down incredibly with a down and distance and tendency report that'll make your life a whole lot easier coaches you know what it's like uh, after the game and over the weekend yeah you might like to see your wife once or twice or the kids right but there you are stuck in the coach's office going through play by play and writing it down and logging it well they will tag it for you and this will save you lots of time uh, strunky our good friend jason and Strunk at Lubbock High School, who writes the turnaround for High School Football America, has already bought the Dynasty package. He is going to be writing a review on it uh, in the uh, coming week here. You will want to check this out. Uh, go to highschoolfootballamerica.com. You'll see their ad right there on the uh, left side of the page. Click on it. It will take you to their free five-minute demo. You will not be sorry to check this out. And finally, we want to uh, bring back once again TDI Razor, folks. From Southern Sport, the TDI Razor, the Debris Inhibitor Razor. Um, players and even coaches I know how annoying it is to walk onto a turf field and get those rubber pellets in your shoes I do it all the time when I'm there and it's just it's annoying and at some level if you're just walking around like I am with a pair of loafers on with no socks it, it hurts your feet sometimes if the pellets aren't aren't that new there's a couple of fields out here in Southern California they've been there for a while they're rock hard so it's like walking on rocks the TDI razor will give you the great look of spatting without the high cost of tape as well rolls of tape four bucks but the main thing keep those rubber pellets out of shoes how many locker rooms have all them all over the place it looks like you have a rat problem a mouse problem whatever you want to call it uh, the folks at TDI razor can take care of that comes in 23 wonderful colors razor is spelled with a u r a z u r how funny is that? We've got uh, Razor spelled a little different, Crossover spelled a little different. But uh, if you use the code HSFA when you go on the TDIRazor.com website, you will get a discount uh, by uh, using that. Uh, you're mentioning High School Football America, and you will get a discount for that. All right. Hey, uh, Coach's Job Board, slow down a little bit now as we get creep closer and closer to the season, but we're still getting a dozen or so jobs posted up there each and every day. At one point, we had a high of 400 jobs on there. Right now, we got a couple of hundred active ones for you. Check it out. Some head coaching jobs went up this week. All you have to do is go to highschoolfootballamerica.com. In the navigation tab, you see Coach's Job Board. Click it. It's real easy to search. Search it by uh, head coach, assistant coach, a linebacker coach, whatever you want to search by for a keyword, and also a location. You just want to search by a state, say, uh, you know, Nebraska. Uh, all you got to do is put that in there. And we've also created coachesjobboard.com. Got to be honest, we're still working on getting that thing fully loaded, but we've got a lot of jobs up there right now, and that's for all jobs outside of football. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, HSFB America. Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high school football America. Putting up some cool stuff on Instagram too. Uh, there's more than just high school football stadiums and high school football up there, but I you might like some of the photography we're putting up there. So check that out. I hear that Instagram's bigger than Twitter right now. I don't know about that, but I like both of them. So check us out there. Follow us on all the social media. Coming up on the show tonight. Uh, going to talk to Steve Devlin, head coach at Archbishop Wood, a great program in the suburban Philadelphia area. Three of the last four Pennsylvania 3A titles have gone to the Vikings. They've actually been in uh, five overall uh, 
state championship games. And uh, Steve Devlin's going to come on and talk about 2015 and his uh, great quarterback, Anthony Russo, a verbal commit to Rutgers. And uh, Anthony Russo will take part in the Elite 11 quarterback competition that will be taking place at uh, Nike World Headquarters at the beginning of July, a five-day competition, 18 of the best. And you can go to highschoolfootballamerica.com to see the list of 18 competitors. But Steve Devlin will come on the show and talk about Anthony Russo in just a little bit. By the way, the opening, uh, which is for uh, players uh, of all skills or all positions, I should say, will also be there uh, at Nike World Headquarters. So that's uh, some big news coming up uh, on highschoolfootballamerica.com over the next two weeks. Also on the show tonight, Jason Strunk. He's going to be here not to talk about the turnaround, the great blog he writes for us, which is an inside look at Lubbock High School football and how he's trying to turn around a program that had gone 35-plus uh, years without getting to the playoffs before he got there, and then he did it in year two. But Strunky, who's coached at uh, quite a few different interesting places. He's coached in big football states uh, like Pennsylvania, a head coach in Florida, and a head coach in Texas now at the high school level. He also coached at Purdue, big Division One program, obviously, and a very good Division Three program, Uhlenberg College in uh, Pennsylvania. Strunky's going to be here to talk about uh, what happened earlier this week with the early signing period. Many thought that the uh, Collegiate Commissioners Association was going to get it done and uh, put into effect a two-year trial with an early signing period that this year would have, began, would have begun on uh, December the 16th, lasted for 72 hours, during which players would have been able to sign letters of intent. It would not have changed the national signing Day, which is the first February, first Wednesday in February, but it would have allowed players that know who, where they're going. Uh, they're not in that debate area. It would have allowed them for three days to sign their letters of intent, but the uh, CCA decided to table the measure. SEC does not like it. ACC and SEC have both given some different dates. Uh, the SEC had uh, proposed at one point, uh, the coaches said, hey, let's do one day and have it the Monday after um, Thanksgiving, the ACC, which I like. They said do that August 1st before the start of the season. Let those seniors enjoy their uh, their senior season. The Texas High School Coaches Association saying we don't like it because uh, we've got championships uh, that, that come after the signing period just to, at, or, or in the middle of our, our preparation for the championship games. And Anyway, Jason Strunk, who's had uh, a lot of experience at all levels, plus he's had those D1 kids, especially at Plant City. One year he had four national recruits, and Strunky's a great guy to come down and uh, come on the air here and talk about the early signing period that uh, now will have have to wait till June of 2016 before it is voted on. Big 33 game, uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania, my hometown stomping grounds, America's uh, best uh, all-star football game. It's Pennsylvania versus Maryland now. It will take place in Hershey Park uh, Stadium on Saturday. Big 33 game. We're going to give you a link that you can watch that. A little bad news for the Big 33. Under an old administration of the nonprofit, uh, the Big 33 Foundation, a misuse of funds, uh, 268000 plus in scholarship monies uh, diverted to pay lines of credit and other accounts. State Attorney General in Pennsylvania found this during an investigation. The Big 33 is trying to make that work. Um, you can read more about that story 
by going to uh, highschoolfootballamerica.com. Another story this week, Iowa cutting its playoffs in half for the 2016 season, citing uh, player safety because uh, they used to have sometimes four games in a matter of like uh, 14 days or so. So Iowa has said in 2016, instead of 32 player or 32 teams qualifying for the playoffs, it will only be 16 in each classification. And a great way to keep up with... Uh, uh, news throughout the week when we're not on the air. Obviously, you can go to the website, but if you're on the go, you're a busy person, take us on the go uh, through iTunes with our two-minute drill podcast uh, daily uh, daily uh, updates on what's going on around the country. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes. It's free, and it will be delivered right to your phone, so you're able to uh, just... Hey, if you can't get to the website, just kind of plug it in and listen to it while you drive around or you're walking and exercising, whatever it may be. Uh, real happy with uh, all the response to everybody that listens daily to the Two Minute Drill podcast. All right, going to take our first break to hear from all of our partners. And when we come back, we're going to talk some Eastern Pennsylvania football. Three-time state champion in the last four years, Archbishop Wood. Last year, they climbed as high as number 16 in the High School Football America Top 25. By the way, our preseason poll coming out August the 1st. But when we come back, Steve Devlin going to talk some wood football and his elite 11 quarterback, Anthony Russo. You're listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, 
and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will become completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by Echo 1612 Coaches. You can get instant replay on your sidelines, on an iPad, without a cellular connection, Wi-Fi, or data plan. Learn more by going to echo1612.com. All right. Uh, you know, if you've listened to the show over the past four years, you know that uh, the, the young man has left Pennsylvania for Southern California, that, me, that being me. But uh, you, you can take the kid out of Pennsylvania, but Pennsylvania not out of the kid, and uh, loving going back to talk about a program that has done some big things over the uh, the, the last decade, especially under the direction of uh, Steve Dev Devlin, who took over the Archbishop Wood program in 2007. Uh, a wonderful record, 98-17, uh, and 17, uh, three state championships along the way, uh, and, and, and again, some talent back uh, this year. They have won three out of the last four Pennsylvania AAA championships. Uh, they play in the Philadelphia Catholic League, one of the toughest leagues in the country, and Steve is on the line right now to talk about uh, his program and some of the kids, and look forward to 2015. Welcome to the show, Coach. 
Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's go back. And, and you know, I, I'm old enough to remember uh, back in the 90s, Archbishop Wood wasn't the uh, the powerhouse that uh, it's become. So, um, and, and you're a Philadelphia Catholic League guy. You, you, you played in the league as a, as a player. You've coached there a lot before coming to Wood. But let's let's talk about some of the things you did in 2007 uh, to, to get the program to where it is today. Are there some, some things that are part of the Steve Devlin Foundation that continued over the last, uh, you know, eight years or so? Well, I think just the, um, you know, the, the whole program itself, building the program from the all-season conditioning, the strength training, all that to me is vital part of being able to, to, to play football in the Catholic League, as you said, one of the best leagues in the state, if not the best league. I mean, competition week in and week out was just tremendous. So we had to prepare for that, and we had to, we had to change the way we, we trained and, and the way we put strength on and the way we, we moved. So um, making it a total program, I think, is what's really helped us. And, uh, you know, it's the way we practice, you know, making making practice a competition each week, fight for your job each week in practice. And, and I think that mentality has helped us along the way. And, and you know, Steve, uh, and we've had coaches on from the, the Big North United there in New Jersey. I, I watched the Trinity League out here, uh, you know, the Cincinnati Greater Catholic League. They're they're all great. But, I let's you know, let's get a little due here to the, the hometown area for me, the Philadelphia Catholic League. Give people a snapshot of how good this league is. Well, I mean, we were we were a league, um, I think up until 2008, we weren't in the PIAA playoffs. Um, and the first year, I think it was 2008, Eight or 2009 football, I forget what year it was. Um, but we've had a representative in a state championship game every year. I mean, the, the amount of players that have gone to major colleges coming out of this league and um, the, the great coaches I've been in from, through Gil Brooks, a really, really uh, great friend of mine, who really just, you know, brought the bar up to, to a different level that we all had to reach. And, and I coached with him for years down, down at the prep and, and uh, um, guys like that have really, uh, you know, just set the bar for, for, teams in this league and like I said the amount of athletes and the amount of talent that's coming in in and out of uh, the Philadelphia Catholic League is, is tremendous and, and uh I find it hard to believe a better league top to bottom in the state in this country. Yeah, it's it's tops in the country. I, I think definitely you're right in the state. Uh, talking Archbishop Wood football tonight, Steve Devlin, the head coach, uh, and and as you mentioned, you know when you first took over there, it, it was all about winning the the Catholic League championship. There was nothing beyond that. The PIAA stepped in, made you a part of it, and, and the rest is now all about uh, state championships. So as a kid that grew up playing in the Catholic League and and then coaching, as you said at prep before you came to, to Wood. Uh, what was it like when you found out that you could go for that really big brass ring known as a state championship in Pennsylvania? You know what, to be honest, it was, it was a little uh, unknown for me because, I, like I said, I've always been, the ultimate goal was win the Catholic Championship. And, and to be honest with you, Jeff, it still is for us. It's, it, that's, it, our goal was to win the Catholic Championship every every year. I mean, that's that's means something to us. That championship means something to us. To win that league means something to us. But now we do play for state championships, and, and that also is a is a huge factor, and, and um, you know we've been very competitive uh, in the state playoffs. And, and like you said, we won three of the last four. We actually lost two state championships too, so I've been in five of the last seven. Um, but you know, it's just a it's it's a tremendous tremendous um, you know you know just the Catholic League itself. The teams have won state championships, and you know it's just something special now, and, and it's uh, something the kids look forward to. 
Yeah, and you spend a lot of time beating each other up in the postseason right. before you get to the state tournament. Steve Devlin is on the line tonight. Archbishop Wood, uh, they've been cracking a couple of national rankings over the last couple of years as a result of uh, all that success, uh, including I, I think we got you as high as 16 last year. Uh, what does it mean when you see uh, you know Archbishop Wood in the, the max preps or a USA Today type ranking? It's got to be, uh, you got to pound your chest there and say, wow, that feels good. But what does it mean for you, for the, for the kids, and, and, and for the school? Well, I think it's a great honor. I, I, I don't get into that stuff too much. I, I'm sure I will 20 years from now, but, um, you know, right now everything's different. The kids love to see that. The kids love to see, you know, the rankings and, and things like that. And, and uh, I think it's a great accomplishment. I think it's a great accomplishment for the, the, the work ethic that these kids have put in and the coaches that have put in. Um, it, you know, it's it's to be recognized nationally. Uh, of course, that's a great thing for our program and, and for our school. Um you know, for our alumni that are all over the country that get to get to see that a little bit and say that's my high school. I think that's a neat thing for everybody. Talking Archbishop Wood football tonight with head coach Steve Devlin. Uh, they're in the Philadelphia Catholic League, as, as he just said. Uh, three out of uh, the last four state championships going to uh, Wood and, and playing in five. Not not bad over seven years. And before we look ahead, because I know you've got some talent coming back this year, let's uh, let's talk about some of the kids. What was it? I'm trying to remember how many years ago you had. Was it six or seven D1 kids on your in, in your program? I think that was the year you were playing Allentown Central Catholic. But tell me a little bit about some of the kids that have come through the program and educate the listeners a little bit about some of the talent you've had and where they've gone on to play at the college level. Sure. Since in 2011, after that season, we had seven kids go to Division One. Um, like Colin Thompson, who uh, went to Florida, that tight end. He's, he, now he is left and, and the starting tight end at Temple. Um, Frank Taylor uh, will be starting center this year at Boston College. Desmond Peoples uh, will be a starting running back at Rutgers. Nate Smith, who's a D-back down at Temple. Um, I'm trying to think who else was from that, that class. Uh, Brandon Peoples, Brandon's at Wagner, will be the start running back at Wagner this year. So that 2011 class is special. Um, we also have Franny Walsh, who's down at Villanova, um, out of 2012 class. Nick Archidiacono, he's a starting tight end at Rutgers right now. Um, and then this year, we've had Ryan Bates and Jake Cooper, who are going on to play football at Penn State. Uh, our running back, Jared McClinton's going to Villanova. Linebacker Justin Rubin is going to Richmond. Um, our DN Christian Lowen is going to Delaware. Um, Jeff Panera is uh, a D lineman DN for us. He's going to play uh, at Army next year, so that's a great accomplishment for him. And um, you know he's had some tremendous, uh, tremendous players. But they worked hard to, to get where they were and. and uh, to develop as football players on and off the field. Yeah, we had a chance to uh, get to meet uh, Fran Walsh. He was actually on the show when he won the uh, the Maxwell Award, uh, the Maxwell Club Award, which is a great honor, and uh, got to meet his family in Atlantic City. What a sure. what a great young man! Uh, let's let's. Uh, you know, that's probably what I'm more proud of than anything, Jeff. Is you're going to have to cut you off. Is no, these guys are great football players, but the Fran Walshes and the Colin Thompsons of the world are two of the greatest kids I've ever met in my life, and. To just to be able to coach them and, and spend time with them and have a little bit of impact in their life, they're going to be successful in whatever they do in life, and, and it's because of the way they were raised and the way they 
the work ethic, and it's just special to be able to coach kids like that. No, I'm glad you interrupted me because it it, they, it was just amazing when I got to meet the family down there in Atlantic City, and just, you know, Fran Walsh is just a, a class kid and the family's class, and uh, it's too long to go through the story, folks, but go back and listen to our archives to the interview with Fran Walsh. What an inspirational story. Archbishop Wood Football taking center stage right now on High School Football America, uh, three-time Pennsylvania State champs in 3A. That's the, uh, the, the, the one level below the biggest classification, but they play a big-time schedule coming out of the Philadelphia Catholic League. Um, I guess 2015 uh, can't start, uh, conversation can't start without Anthony Russo, a young man who's going to uh, take part in the Elite 11 quarterback competition coming up. He's the, the trigger man on offense. I, I know, though, you like the, the, those guys up in the trenches, but let's talk about Anthony first, and then we'll go through the rest of the team for 2015. How good is Anthony Russo? Anthony special. He's a, he's a, he's a total leader, um, you know, for our team. He, he's a leader in that huddle and he's got a, a major division one arm, um, great kid. And, and again, he's, as you said, he's going to make the, he's going to go out to, uh, to Oregon on, on the beginning of July and compete with the best 11 quarterbacks out there in the country in the elite 11. Um, a great accomplishment. Um, he is, he's just a tremendous kid, tremendous player. And he's, He's got a bright future, and Rutgers is getting a great one, and, and I know Coach Flood's excited about it, and um, Anthony fits kind of what Rutgers does as well, being that big pro-style quarterback, you know, that kid can sit in the pocket and sling it around, and uh, they're getting a good one. So let's talk about the the talent that's around him. And like I said, I I, I think I've read enough about you and and, and learned through the years that uh, you you like those guys. You you like to get after people and all that. So let's get some of the names of the kids up front and then some of the skill kids that you think will make a difference for you this year. Sure. We we are returning offensive lineman, Kurt Stengel, who's a a big kid. He's 6'4", 6'5", 265, 270. Um, big offensive lineman for us. He's got a couple offers already as well. He's got an Army and a Navy offer, plus he's got some uh, uh, Bryant and uh, uh, some other offers coming along the way. Kid Max Schwartz is going to play some tight end for us, but also has some offers at, at the end um, from Temple and Buffalo and um, some schools like that. Um, he's also got an Army and Navy offer. I have a sophomore, a kid will be a junior, uh, wide receiver, Mark Webb. Uh, Mark has offers from Penn State and Rutgers and North Carolina, Virginia, um, and you know, just a, a load of schools, and, and he's the real deal too. Will be a junior wide receiver from me. Be back. He's played for me since he's been a freshman. Um, tremendous kid, tremendous athlete. He's got such a huge upside. So uh, he, he's very special. Talking to Steve Devlin tonight, uh, High School Football America. He's the head coach at Archbishop Wood, suburban Philadelphia in the Philadelphia Catholic League. And uh, let's uh, just talk uh, some goals before we let you go here. What uh, what have you set for this team this year? What What's uh, attainable for them? Well, you know, we're going to take each week one at a time, and that's that's been our philosophy over the, over the last so many years. We kind of don't look ahead at all. We All we care about is the week ahead, and, and we just want to be one and out at the end of that week. And, and uh um, our goal, obviously, is to win a Catholic championship because we don't go anywhere if we don't win that. And um, so that's our first goal, and, and then we'll move on from there. And, and uh, like I said, we, we just try to take one week at a time. Don't don't overlook anybody, and don't look too far into the future. But let's worry about that week at hand and practice as hard as we can, and, and turn every week into a state championship week. Coach, we appreciate you joining us on the show tonight. Uh, continued success with the program, and uh, best of luck in 2015. 
Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you having me on. Very welcome. Archbishop Wood Football, led by Steve Devlin. He's done it uh, since 2007. Three state championships in the last four years in Pennsylvania. doesn't get much better than that. Taking a break, coming back with more. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com.
Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K. Crossover.com forward slash football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by Echo 1612 Coaches. You can get instant replay on your sideline on your iPad eight seconds after the play is finished. You can do it without a cellular connection, Wi-Fi, or a data plan. you got to check them out, Echo 1612. Well, if you were listening to the two-minute drill and reading HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com this week, uh, you realize that Wednesday was uh, the big day. Lots of people waiting to see what the Conference Commissioners Association was going to do when it came to implementing a two-year trial plan for an early signing period for high school football, which would have, uh, in the middle of December starting this year, allowed for a 72-hour window during which football players could sign their letter of intent. It would not change the traditional National Signing Day, which would stay on the first Wednesday of February. But the uh, bottom line, uh, the SEC spoke up, didn't really like it. ACC had an alternate plan, just like the SEC did. And uh, yesterday, the, uh, the head of the uh, conference commission, John Steinbrecher, who uh, is from the Mid-American Conference, said, uh, we're tabling this, we're putting it off for a year, we will vote on it next June. The proposal isn't dead. And uh, it's got a lot of debate going on around the country. I thought none better to talk about it on the show tonight than Jason Strunk, our good friend down there at Lubbock High School in West Texas. And the reason Jason's uh, uh, really uh, an appropriate guy to talk about this uh, is he has coached at the uh, collegiate level at Purdue and at Division Three Muhlenberg. He's also uh, been the uh, football coach at Plant City in Florida where he turned around that program and they had a lot of Division One recruits. And, well, you know Strunky as he writes the turnaround. He's got a lot of opinions. And uh, he's on the line right now to talk a little bit about uh, good, bad, or maybe just break it down for us. Welcome to the show, Strunky. Thanks, Jeff. And you know, you know, I have a lot of opinions. I just don't know if they're good or not. You know? I, just, I think I offend people. <laughs> no, no, no. Every everybody takes you with the right way. At least you speak up. That's that's the way I feel about it. I was watching Donald right. Trump Donald Trump talk the other night last night about uh, running for president. And at least what I liked about him was he had the guts to say it instead of sitting there right. trying to be politically correct. So if you love him, hate him, who cares? At least he has an opinion. And right. last time I checked, uh, you know, opinions and 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 being out front is is part of winning in America. So anyway, off the political that's bandstand, right. and let's let's go to this little hot potato here called uh, early signing period. So again, you kind of heard me outline it. Uh, they put it off, not really worried about what you think about that, but is an early signing period a good thing for high school football uh, players? Yeah, I, I think it just depends on which angle you look at it from. Uh, from 
a player perspective, you know, being a you know a high school junior uh, that has a whole you know senior year ahead of them, uh, the recruiting process is a pressure cooker. I mean, these kids are put under a lot of pressure by college coaches. Uh, you know, then you get all these terms that come with it. I, I gave a soft verbal, a verbal, you know, all this, uh, and then they get on Twitter and they say, you know, thanks for the offer, but I. I going to respectfully decline and help up my recruiting process again. I mean, there's so many things that go on. Uh, and it gets kind of old. So I, I think having an early signing period for these kids, would, I think for the kids, it would take away some of the pressure of going through a whole year. I mean, it's basically wiping out a whole year of recruiting, correct? Well, yeah, well, it, it's recruit. It, it's it's wiping out some because it's really for the seniors. So what we're talking about those senior athletes. Right. So a junior couldn't sign. Basically, what you're saying is uh, mid December to that first Wednesday in February, uh, you've taken right. the, the issue out of there and you take out all these right. uh, debates and like you just said there. So it, you know, I I think right. it, personally, I think it's a it's a good thing. But um, what what you, yeah. and and you just mentioned it. Let's let's talk, take from both sides. I know you weren't uh, you know really totally involved with the recruiting at Purdue but 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 let's let's take it from the college side because you've seen it you're in those war rooms I mean what what is it like to be part of a staff that is you know jockeying for position with these kids that are 17 and 18 years old and are just barely learning how to drive well it's really tough you know I remember you know we sit in staff meetings at Purdue and uh you know we have the big board going with with all the kids names up there and you have your wish list and your ones you have uh, gray area kids. I mean, it's, uh, there's a lot that goes into it. And you're talking 17, 18 year old kids who, let's face it, I mean, one day they could be committed to Purdue, uh, their girlfriend breaks up with them the next day, and the next thing you know, they're going to Miami. I mean, that's what you face. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if people realize that for crying out loud, but you're still dealing with kids. And these kids get bashed on social media when they do decommit and all this stuff. There's a lot of pressure for a kid that's 17, 18 years old. Uh, you know, so being able to sign early and get that out of the way, you know, it, it lets them enjoy their family. Uh, it lets them enjoy the holidays. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. You know, it's that, that pressure is out of the way. And then if you flip that coin, you talk about college coaches, there's a ton of pressure on the college coaches uh, in recruiting. Uh, you know, it's not just ones and losses and the X and O's. You have to be a top-notch recruiter mm-hmm. nowadays. Uh, you have to be up with all the lingo and, and social media and do all this. And there's a lot of pressure on the college coaches. So I think uh, – for the players and the coaches themselves, I think having an early signing period would be good. It's going to eliminate so much pressure. Uh, then it allows you to get set up early. You know you have these guys locked in. You're good to go. And that's when you start getting your, you know, maybe your second-tier guys or, you know, not, not you know, your five-stars, per se. Um, you lock them up right away, and then, then you're, you're getting your three- and four-star guys in there on February, you know, whatever day is in February for National Letters and Tenth Day. So I, I think it could be a good thing. Uh, you know me, I'm always looking out for the kids. Yeah, no, if I know. It's good for kids. If it's good for kids, I think it's good. And this would seem to me be it, it would seem to be a good thing for kids. And, and just to bust you a little bit, and you and I uh, think the same way when it comes to recruiting services and the stars and all that, but you just described the system there. Get your five-star kid. Get right. your four-star kid. Can we just yep. get kids and, and, and get them for the right reasons? They're, they're good right. athletes. He's a good quarterback. He's a good running back, a good yep. linebacker. Oh, and he's a great student. Right. Screw, screw that four- and five-star right. stuff. But anyway, Jason Strunk on the yeah. line tonight on High School Football America talking about the early signing period. Uh, a great, 
guy to talk about this because he's coached at the the D1 level. He's coached at the the big high school footballs. He's in Texas now. Let's go back to Plant City where you had a lot of D1 recruits, and we've talked about this uh, just as we sit down and kind of shoot the bull a little bit. You had kind of a who's who of the SEC and beyond uh, in your office right. when you were turning things around at Plant City. So right. so take it from the the high school perspective. Now you're a high school coach. You've got a talented team, or or maybe you only have a couple of kids, but it is a distraction. So so does the early uh, recruiting period, a signing period, help you from a high school standpoint and kind of put in perspective what those kids are going through through the eyes of a high school head coach? Well, I think it would definitely help because I remember uh, Plant City, it was a zoo. I mean, I, I still cannot believe, you know, what we encountered at Plant City uh, with the amount of coaches coming through the doors. Um, it, it was incredible. Um, and like you said, you know, the SEC, I mean, I remember one day I had uh, Dan McCartney from Florida in my office, with Jim McElwain from Alabama and Gus Malzahn all in one day in my office, all within an hour of each other. <laughs> you talk about pressure on me. Uh, you know, as a head coach, it was, you know, they all want the same kids and they're all after the same thing. And it was really tough. Uh, you know, and that's something, wow, I, I can't even really describe that, put that in words, what that's like. So it puts pressure on you as a head coach. And then you're talking to the kids, and you're like, hey, Alabama needs to know. Are you going to commit to them or what? Uh, you sit there and you wait, and then you got to call, you know, then you got to call Mack and say, hey, he's still going to go on some trips and stuff. We're not sure what's going to happen. Uh, whew, man, it's, it's a lot of pressure. Um, it's a good kind of pressure, but it gets old really fast. And, you know, like I said, these coaches are under a lot of, you know, stress themselves trying to land players. So seeing it from – my side and the coaching side and the kids' side, they're kind of stuck in the middle mm-hmm. where you want to bring your kid in and say, look, Alabama needs you to commit. Are you ready to commit? And then you feel like you're pressuring your own player, and you never want to be in that spot as a coach. You know, you don't, you don't want to do that. Um, it's just it's just a really tough dynamic. Uh, so that's why I think, you know, if you do have this early signing day, uh, that's going to make it a lot easier on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be a good thing. You know, I mean, you'd be sitting in your office there in, in December, you know, like, hey, our, our three top recruits, their signs still delivered. They're in. You know, and that it's just going to free up so much other things for you. Uh, and just let those kids be kids for a little bit before they go to college, uh, or before February at least. You know, just get that knocked out. So I, I've seen it on both sides. Uh, Plant City, like I said, was, was chaos, uh, a good kind of chaos but it really wears you down. Um, I, I don't think people quite understand what what that's like in Florida, in that area I was in, mm-hmm. the Division One talent we had. Uh, tie stakes stuff. Um, it can eat you up. You know, <laughs> no, it was unbelievable. I mean, maybe, maybe we should write a book about that one day. Fish. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you got your hands full right now. Let's yeah. let's focus on getting the wins there in Lubbock and turning yeah. it around. Then we'll go right. on to yeah. we'll go on to the retirement plan for you, Jason Strunk, <laughs> on the line uh, here on High School Football America tonight. The head coach at Lubbock High School in West Texas, writing the turnaround for us, a program that uh, was down for uh, nearly four decades, got into the playoffs for the first time in just shy of four decades, and has done a lot of wonderful things there. And he's giving you an inside look uh, on HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Before we let you go here, uh, let's uh, let's talk about those dates the I said the ACC has said you know August 1 I personally like that because it's before you know fall ball starts it really gives the kids a chance to enjoy their senior season if they know exactly their college choice so I I like that and then on the other hand you know the mid-December uh Texas High School Coaches Association has said, eh, 
not so sure because we play our our, our championships, uh, you know, until a week before Christmas, which means uh, it's possible for some of these top teams that are going to have top kids that are going to have that pressure of that 72-hour period there. So just to give an example, yeah. last year the, the the championships were, let's see, uh, December 19th and 20th. That right. would mean that the, the teams that were in it, like the Allens of the world, you know, with a Kyler Murray or whatever, they'd be preparing for a state championship game and still having to decide a college. I, I, I don't know, right. but I mean, I mean, does either of those dates ring better to you than the other? Yeah, and what I said when I first started talking, when I mentioned, you know, they'd have a whole year to have that recruiting process done. What I meant was the season. I was referred to, the, yeah. you know, the season of the year. So if the date's August 1st, that's getting a kid, you know, at, at Lubbock High, who's a D1 recruit. If he signs August 1st, that gives him his whole senior year to enjoy football. You know, the, it, all that pressure is eliminated from it. Uh, the recruiting calls at night, the letters, you name it, uh, social media pressure and kids. It's all gone. It's wiped out. August 1st would be great, in, in, in my opinion. It, it lets the kids be kids for the senior year. Go play football. Enjoy your teammates who you're never going to play with ever again after that year. And let's face it, uh, high school football is where most of your memories are at. Those are basically the kids you've grown up with your whole life and playing football with them. Just enjoy it and be a kid. Mm-hmm. So I think August 1st would be great. It, it lets them enjoy their whole senior year. They know they're going to play college football. They don't have to worry about um, injuries, I guess. That's a whole other topic. You know, a kid tears his ACL in September. Well, he's already signed, sealed, and delivered to Alabama. They're going to rescind the offer? He's signed. So, I mean, that, I think that's another topic needs to be talked about as well. You know, these kids get that's injured. Yeah, that's so a good one. If you, yeah, so if you need to wait till February, you know, and the kid tears his ACL in November, team may back off. But now you sign that August first before your senior year. It's like an insurance policy. You know you got it. You're on your way, and they better honor that uh, scholarship. No, that makes a good point. Jason Strunk on the line, and I was going to let you go, but you, you brought something up in there that made my brain, aside from the injury, kind of tickled me to say, ask you another question, because I think people don't realize, especially with social media, so a kid says, I'm giving my verbal to XYZ school. Uh, I, I, I think there's some people out there that actually think that the other colleges that were in the running then just kind of fall by the wayside. That's not the case. As a matter of fact, it kind of ramps up. Could you put that in perspective? Because I'm sure you had some kids there, especially at Plant City, that gave a verbal, and then you know they still got, I'm going to use the word pestered for lack of a better term, but <laughs> could, could you kind of put that in perspective so the listeners realize yeah. that that verbal doesn't really uh, lessen anything? It, it may, in fact, in right. some ways heighten it. It increases it. And pestering is putting that term loosely. Uh, you know, it, it, I mean, pestering is a nice way to put it. Let's mm-hmm. just say I had a player in Plant City that was a national recruit, one of four kids that we had were national recruits um, during my time. And this kid was pursued by everyone. You name it, they were after him. And what's funny is he get he gets an offer from Florida State, and Florida wouldn't talk to him. It wasn't until Florida State offered him that Florida all of a sudden shows up my <laughs> office offer and get a scholarship. That's the first dynamic of it. Mm-hmm. And then when he committed to Notre Dame, you know, this, this kid committed to Notre Dame. It was Brian Kelly's first commitment uh, to Notre Dame. Uh, then all of a sudden, I can't get rid of, rid of the Florida schools. I mean, it, it, it got worse. It was like, mm-hmm. hey, he committed. Well, we know that's a long way off, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it really amps up after that. Uh, and it, it puts so much pressure on these kids. And, uh Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's an interesting dynamic. You know, it actually does. You know, it increases it. Uh, to tell you the truth, I mean, up until National Signing Day, my personal opinion is everybody's fair game, whether they commit or not. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, so I, I think that August one date would be perfect for high school kids. Well, you always have an opinion. You're always willing to speak it. And like you said, whether it's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. You at least have one. And I think it's a good conversation to have instead of just kind of speaking in a vacuum. And I think that's what happens a lot of times. Uh, Coaches uh, like yourself can give that insight, and sometimes maybe it's not listened to. But Strunky, as always, uh, appreciate the the time. I know you're having a busy uh, couple of weeks there in Lubbock getting ready for the season, so we'll catch up with you uh, online and then on the radio show just before the start of the season. Have a a good one, and uh, we'll, we'll talk later. You too, Fish. Good talking to you guys as always. Yep. Taking a break. Coming back with more. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com.
Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. All right, thanking all of our partners there, the TDI Razor folks at Southern Sport, crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football, and echo1612.com. I want to thank Scott Z back in Ohio for keeping the show running so smoothly. Thanking our guest on the show tonight, Steve Devlin, head coach at Archbishop Wood in suburban Philadelphia. Jason Strunk from uh, Lubbock High. Make sure you read The Turnaround, uh, an inside look at Lubbock High School football, a program that had trouble making the playoffs. Still Strunky got there. Lots of other good things going on. Follow us on Twitter. HSFB America is the Twitter handle. Facebook is facebook.com forward slash high school football America. Don't forget to check out the coach's job board. If you want something posted, feel free to email me at jeff at highschoolfootballamerica.com. We also have one outside of football that's called coachesjobboard.com. The football one can be found at highschoolfootballamerica.com. And want to thank uh, everybody that's uh, really Send our numbers through the roof. Everybody that uh, takes the time to read us, uh, tweet us, we appreciate that. And finally, two-minute drill every day, your daily dose of high school football. You can get it on iTunes on the website, and that's going to do it. We are out of time, but look forward to talking to you next week as uh, between now and the start of the football season, no hiatus, just wall-to-wall football from sunny Southern California. This is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from Laguna Beach. You've been listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network.